I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What we all need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she is, Lindsay Baseball. So what you need to know, Cappy, you especially, is that Gen Z has canceled the fan favorite acronym LOL. You're not supposed to use it anymore. Because instead, the slang savvy generation has coined a more complicated term in lieu of laugh out loud. It's IJBOL. I-J-B-O-L. Pronounced Bowl. Nope. Too many letters to remember. Bowl. What like, does you know it stand it for? You don't know? You can't figure it out? I just bust it out loud? Is that what it stands I for? I just burst out laughing. Really? Yes. You were pretty close. I mean, yeah, I wasn't too far up. I-J-B-O-L. Yeah, I don't even know where it's on the keyboard. Pronounced Bowl. unlike the so-called strictly millennial LMAO and R-O-F-L, which is rolling on the floor laughing, um, you know, Bowl doesn't really come off the tongue quite as easily. Uh, one, quote, young person told the New York Times, I associate LMAO with millennial humor, but then I associate Bowl with Gen Z humor, which is much funnier. I just go LMFAO because party rock all night. Party rocking in the house tonight. Cappy. Have a good time. I got you, bro. Forget this Hebol or whoever it is or whatever that's going to be. Bowl. Just stay with the Latinos, bro. J-A-J-A. Ha 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 ha. So when you're using the WhatsApp, the J-A-J-A, baby. And Cappy, we've got an update right now. California has run as their first and second down 3-1. Two outs. They had the six-foot kid at the plate. Oh. Is he the guy that got hit in the back? No, they just hit two. Uh, they got back-to-back guys got hit. Right. So now they're bringing up the big dude. Oh, right. man. Number 19, the guy who hit the home run. Yeah, the guy who hit a bomb. Let's What's go. his name, this guy? I don't know. They haven't shown the No, yet. you told me his name earlier. You had his whole name. Oh, Louis Lappi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Louis. wait a second. Now Texas is bringing out their manager. Looks like there yeah. could be a pitching change here. Oh, no. No? Well, I'm 15 seconds behind yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis Lappy. Oh, yeah. So that. right, Well, that's that's what you need to know. J-A-J-A, baby. That's all we got to do. Being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, let's see what happens here. Um, Wait, hold on real just... quick. Lindy, I-J what? B-L-O? B-O-L. Beach Bowl. Oh, jeez. By the way, I'm telling you right now. I'm using L-O-L. Same. All day. I will use ha, H-A, or ha-ha, H-A-H-A. Yeah, ha I'm not using a- I-J-B-O-L. It's not going to happen. Well, Gabby, I'm sorry. I'm fired up with this game, man. It, no, go um, ahead. You're, each, you're ahead of me. Each bowl, it first appeared in the Urban Dictionary over a decade ago, but it resurfaced in the K-pop community in recent years. And oh, if it did K-pop, then I'm going to be okay. I am not arguing with those people. <laughs> <laughs> K-pop I, comes and gets you. Thought I would throw that in there, so you know. Oh, I love it. blow. Eich blow. Eich blow. Yeah, I love I'm that. A, I'm going to stick with LOL and ha. Huh. I just love how this gen thinks like they bring or they are inventive. And oh, like, Laura's oh, becoming new. old lady Laura. And I was like, screw uh-huh. it. Old lady Laura. Decade old. Like, well, that cloud up there. Keep yelling at it. You know what I'm just saying? No skinny jeans or side parts, according to them, too. Eh, whatever. Beto, I'm really party. focused in on this game right now. And I've got it at, um, I've got the kid, the big home run hitter from El Segundo. I've got him at 0 and 2. With runners on first and second with two outs. Now, you're 15 seconds yeah. at least ahead of me. I'm not saying anything, Cappy. Okay. All right. Don't I'll say let, anything. I'll let you break it in. Okay. There's a there's a kid, on, this pitcher from Texas is really holding it together. Yeah, the lefty, they just brought on. him in, yeah. Oh, they just brought in a lefty? Yeah, Oh, no, the, the kid just hit the ball to second base, out at first, and El Segundo lost. Damn. Sucks. All right, oh, so man. El Segundo loses. They'll play tomorrow in the elimination game. So, hey, but... Good job, Elsa Gundo, battling in this one. No, no, we don't clap for that. They lost. No, we clap because they're still in it. Oh. They have one more game. Oh, no, no, no they lost. No, 
lot of participation. They're crying. They're crying. These kids are in Major League Baseball next year. Like that clap. That clap is for like Houston. That's who won today. Come on, these kids are pros. Shout out to the Houston team for winning too. They're on ESPN. These guys yeah. are pros. Yeah, Come it's on. huge, man. Cheer for them. Yeah. Hey. Hey, listen. They lost the game. They got another opportunity. One more time. One more good. One more. These kids from Texas got good hair. I'll tell oh, you that right great, now. Great shaggy hair, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're all going to be quarterbacks. You know that. See <laughs> hey, your eyes. Full hearts can't lose. Yeah. Let me let me go back to something with you, Beto. That that Demarco Farr was just talking about. He was saying that um, you got to watch this Johnny Manziel documentary on Netflix. I've yep. not watched it yet. You Get say witty. you've seen it, right? Yeah. All right, okay. so California's going to play Rhode Island tomorrow, 4 o'clock here on ESPN. Venezuela, Mexico at 10 o'clock. I know you're getting ready for that one, Cappy. Yeah, I am, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Viva Mexico. Yeah, oh boy, J-A-J-A, let's go. Yeah, no, right. no pasa nada, Aha. mijo. No Aha. pasa nada. That's right, no pasa nada. Don't make a shirt out of it either, too. I'll s- mm. Come on, no pasa nada. Don't do that. It's Don't. a good t-shirt. Yeah. Like Pepe's no. Llama. Oh, by the way, shout out to Pepe Mantilla. Happy birthday to him. Yep, that's right. Happy birthday. 100 years old, according to Michael Thompson. I I did see that. No, he said 90. Whatever. Ah! Um, okay, so this this Johnny, Johnny Manziel, Manziel thing. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't watched it. That's I your kind of guy. I, I I've watched the uh, I've been watching Hard Knocks. I know mm-hmm. everybody criticizes me for that, but boring. I don't know why. I mean, have you guys boring. been watching it? No, no. Well, okay. how do you know then? I liked it. I Big, thought it was pretty good. Hard Knocks? No, no, no. I thought you said quarterback. Sorry. They, they both got boring. I thought qu- just like uh, Winning Time got boring to me. No, okay, so. that's where I'm going. I'm so glad you said that. Let me talk to you for a quick second about what you got? We're all over the place. We're not camping. No, no, we're we're, we're on You're TV shows. You're all over the place, Beto. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here for the next ten days. I'm gone. We're on TV shows for the for that are related to sports. Let me ask everybody a question. Mm-hmm. So I haven't watched the Manziel piece yet. Demarco Do says it. you got to watch it. Yes. All, you three guys have all seen it, right? Yeah. I watched right. it when it came out, baby. Yeah. I was like, let's go. Okay, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'll catch up to you guys. Lizzie, have you watched it, Menzel? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I just think that I, I, de- I didn't like the ending. I think it's yeah. stupid the way that they just kind of yeah. like, I was like, wait, what, what, what? They just ended it like that. And also, yeah, there's more. There's a, there's a lot more to the story that I feel like they're leaving out and they kind of, it's kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's more to that story. But right. if it's as, but if but it's as good as you guys all say. a couple revelations in there that are very juicy, I guess. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. I, I will watch it tonight. I'll catch yeah. up. That's a good way to put it. But, but winning time. Let me. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I, I follow Jeff Perlman. Yeah, me too. On, I, his Substack, excellent Substack, by the way. Yeah, so free, by the way, Capri. I've known. Oh, really? Yeah, I've known Jeff for a few years. I'm not exactly going to tell you we're we're close friends. Hardly, not even close. Yeah. Acquaintances. My kind of guy. He's salty. Okay, I like I like Jeff also. Um, he's not afraid to share a lot of opinions where most people would be like, I'm not touching that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Jeff Perlman. I, I also respect the hell out of him. He's a really good author. I love what he's done with his career, going from like sports writer at Sports Illustrated to author. Does incredible books. And, and and I haven't read the one. I read the one about the USFL, which I thought was interesting. But I never. I haven't read the one about Bo Jackson yet. He's working on one right now about Tupac. Oh, really? Yeah. So he, if you like, I said his Substack is really really good. Um, again, I never met the guy. I never interacted with him. Uh, but yeah, his subsect is really good about journalism, and he admits to just being a complete jerk in his twenties uh, when he was at Sports Illustrated. He wrote that John Rocker piece, and he just he points out everything he's done wrong in his career, the way he acted. So, uh, but he's excellent with his writing. His books are fantastic. His Bo Jackson, when I need to read, yeah, me too. I like so I like Jeff. That's all I'm, yeah. I'm putting that out there. I like Jeff. Yeah. So Winning Time is based I, off I, of his book. Yeah. I was surprised to see because I haven't seen Winning Time season two yet. I haven't watched it yet. Right. And I've. Beto, I've thought this all along. Why are they putting out Winning Time, a show about the Lakers, now in the summertime when baseball is in its last 45 games and football is about to kick off college football and NFL football? It's not NBA season. So actually, Lindsay and I went back and we looked. Lindsay, the original Winning Time that all of us watched, and I know I really liked the first ep- the first season, when did that come out? Wasn't it in like March? Yeah, it was like early, the first week of March 2022. So I think in March. During basketball season? Okay. Right. Like, okay, I'm into it. So I'm watching it. Now it's summertime and I have not gone to watch Winning Time season two at all. But because I follow Perlman, I see him on social media and he's like, hey, people, um, I need you to start watching this show because it, it's all a numbers game with HBO. And if we don't have the numbers, they're going to cancel us. And we need to get to season three because that's a really important part of all this. To which I'm like, Jeff, you're a big boy. You're in this business. This is Hollywood, baby. You either produce or you don't. It's a numbers game. It's a, exactly. it, it's a business. And so as much as I know you have this passion for the story, if people aren't watching it, it's not going to get to season three. And I think the reason people aren't watching it, at least from my perspective, is 
Why'd you put it out right now? It seems like the wrong time of the year. Yeah, so he he has said that they haven't approved season three yet, and a lot of it has to do with the ratings right now. So I understand where he's coming from because this is his book. It's based off of his book. He's not. Right. He's involved baby. with yeah. winning time, but not too much. I know, but he uh, wants it to succeed. Of, I understand. Of course, that. we all want to succeed because the storylines will be there. Um, I watch it thinking we will talk about it on the show, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie to you, Cappy. If I hadn't been filling in the last couple of Mondays, mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch it. Um, I'm kind of over it. Um, it like, and when, once I get into a show, I'm all in on it, right? Like you've heard me talk about righteous gemstones a lot. Like I'm like that's my jam right I haven't there. Haven't gotten right? there yet. Uh, but it's just this one. Winning time the first season was good. Okay, great. Mind you, it's because it was nostalgic for me. I grew up Showtime Lakers. You know that's all. But again. I only remember Showtime Lakers 85, 87, 88. The first memories I have of sports are 1985. So kind of remember that, but not really. So um, this season, the going back and forth kind of stuff, the bouncing around with the dates, there's like some goofy stuff where Magic hurts his knee and now he's talking to, the, or the knee's talking to him. Kind of like corny things like that. I don't really quite like. Uh, but as far as why they put it out right now, I agree with you. There, This is... An interesting time. It's and, kind and, of a dead time for TV. Like, why would you put it right now? So you can't complain when you're not getting the ratings, but there's a reason that the executives at HBO decided to do it right now. Well, I don't know what the reason is. Okay? Uh, and I'm really, not come on, Cappy, figure uh, it out. Figure it out? Yeah. We're going to put it here. Hey, we we greenlit it. We have it. But this isn't exactly a you time. Said you think they're trying to bury it? Yes. Now, why would they spend all that money to produce a show only to bury it? Is my question. Why would they spend all that money and then not promote it more? But what, no, We no, don't but, really but, see the promotion that, right, for, that we the did motive, for first season, right? But, but just explain to me, seriously, because I don't understand. This is I just my theory. I, I, I know, I but get, what... But because theory, it used to be you would see winning time posters but, everywhere. But why, though? What's the reasoning that you have like, behind yeah, that? Why, like, why, why would they, they want it? Because there's some executives that come in and probably say, hey, I don't like this anymore. We Okay, we approved it for this time, and that's it. Move on. Well, then don't they usually just cancel it? Well, but it's already been they're approved. Not, yeah, they, they're already, not gonna, they already shot it. Right. It's everything's done. Oh, I don't know. Disney Disney's killed a couple of things. Well, that's well, I'm saying for the HBO that. side. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, they've already just, shot it and they maybe said, "Okay, we we already have it in the can. Yeah, it's delivered. Let's put it out right now. It's free content that we already got." Well, but listen, this is again, again I don't this is just my theory. I like I like Jeff, okay? And yep. I and I I also by the way really really uh, understand self-promotion i do mm-hmm. okay so i i understand jeff going on social media and saying hey if we don't get some ratings here we're not going to get to season three and season three is a really important part of telling this story well but we don't even know what season two is about well he does we don't yeah all i'm saying is this man it seems very odd to me that hbo would put out a show that did so well last year in a time when nobody's thinking basketball Th- people are thinking baseball exactly thinking the story caught me too why is that? Why would they do that? I mean, Cappy, if, I don't know. Again, these are just my theories. But if you're just going to say, look, you, usually when you really like something, you approve the next season, right? You There's some people way above our pay grade that are executives who might say, hey, we like something else or another project that's coming down the line that maybe we can use that budget for that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. But I, I listen, I respect Sundays Perlman. in the I, summer. Nobody's watching anything. I, I respect Perlman for going on social media and essentially, I, I hate to say it like this, but kind of begging people to watch. He is, you know, and he also says the sports talk radio is dead. So he's not worried about what we're saying. Oh, well, I uh, but I mean, but Cappy, it's also he's saying it. Yeah. Have you read any reviews on it? I haven't. I, and, and your point about like it not there's when you're driving in downtown L.A., there used to be winning time posters because it yep. would be like, hey, this is about the Lakers. Everywhere. Everybody here would tune in. I see nothing. Cappy, let me tell you this. Mm. HBO used to be in boxing, right? Mm-hmm. Your man, Jim Lampley, was the face of boxing. Bang, HBO, bang, bang. Right. Jim Lampley, uh, the late, great Emmanuel Stewart. Uh, you would have Max Kellerman on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. When HBO decided to get out of the boxing world, mm-hmm. mind you, they were the best at it, still mm-hmm. fantastic at it, mm-hmm. right? People still mm-hmm. clamor for those days. When they started getting out of it, you started realizing, mind you, I was work, I'm working for Golden Boy, so we would work on HBO. So I would do the international broadcast for it. So like Lampley's hearing, you hear him in the United States, my voice would be heard around the rest of the world. Nobody can see me, but that's it. So like if you go on YouTube, you'll hear my voice on some of the calls. That's called the okay. international broadcast, right? Okay. So- you started realizing, you saw the writing on the wall that HBO, they didn't say that they were getting out of boxing, but you just realized that, huh, now we have a fight in December instead of September? 
Uh, you start realizing some of the venues you go to aren't as prominent. Uh, you start seeing that certain fights get approved and other ones don't. You start seeing the writing on the wall as far as the promotion. But not just boxing, but, but sports too. No, right? but no, no, but I'm saying my point is when HBO decided to get out of something, yeah. you saw the change in the yeah. way that the promotion was happening. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Uh, all right, stick around, everybody. Coming up. Yeah, so, just my theory. I understand. I got it, but uh, listen, that's why I brought it up. But Coming also, up, the, the show yesterday, kind of like the episode yesterday was kind of like, eh, for me. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It hasn't been strong. And I don't think I'm going to get to it. Uh, Coming up, the damage that was done here locally by Hurricane Hillary. I got to tell you, Beto, I had major damage I got to talk to you about. Stick around, everybody. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thank you. All right, jokes aside, I know I've been playing a lot of artists that have concerts coming up. I know Drake is here tonight at Crypto, and he'll be here tomorrow. Carol Who the G- F is y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Carol G had her concert at the Rose Bowl this Dude. past weekend. And I just saw something that said that she is the highest grossing. She had the highest grossing concert by a Latin female artist in history, doing $12.8 million and twelve point six. Each night, That's her so and Becky dope. G, man, Dude. Rose Bowl, all we the nuts. all the girls that I follow on social media that are influencers that are Latinas, all of them were, were there. there. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Rose Bowl was cracking this was weekend. Packed. Was so it crack a lagging or just cracking? It was J A J A, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not I J B O L. No, it was ha ha. <laughs> and it was Ivy's meal. There's oh, a lot of Carol yeah. G is gorgeous. Becky G's gorgeous. So no pasa she, nada. Oh, algo oh, pasó. Yeah, a lot happened there. A lot happened there. That's one of those like, Kepi, you go to that concert and yeah. if like, you know, y- you lose your girl. Well, eh, no pasa nada. There's like 15 <laughs> other girls there. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. So yeah, shout out to Oh, Kepi would have been attacked G. like no other. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Sugar daddy vibe. Oh, yeah. Hey. Zaddy. There you go, the zaddy. It would have been like, hey. What's a zaddy? You, fool. Well, yeah, but what's the Z stand for? Zaddy. We went through this, Cap. I don't remember. <sighs> Te digo. It's just like a it's a slang slang term, kind of. Cappy, there's, there's another term for you in Spanish, Cappy, as you get in your Espanol lesson today. Si. El sugar. El sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's you right there. Yeah. Instead of sugar daddy, the girls yeah. will say, oh, el sugar, mi sugar. El sugar. El sugar yeah. de papi. Yeah, S-U-G-A-H, el sugar. El sugar. Yeah, uh-huh. Sugar Cappy. Sugar, mm-hmm. sugar. That's my, yeah. that's my fantasy football team this year, Sugar, sugar Cappy. Sugar. <laughs> I'll give you guys a, a comparable word in, in uh, Yiddish, Meshugana. You know, it kind of sounds like sugar. Meshugana, you know? What's well, that? Yeah, he's he's Meshugana, this guy. He's like, ah, he's like a, he's a little Like a crazy loose, person, you know? right? Yeah, he's kind of crazy, this guy. No, we're saying sugar as in like you're the sugar daddy. Right, I understand. And I just, sugar sounds like Meshugana. So while you're giving me sugar, I'm what? giving you Meshugana. I thought you were going to give me the comparison. Well, I'm giving you something back, pal. What's the that's Jewish all? sugar daddy called? I don't know. Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I cap. So let me ask you guys a quick question here. With all the uh, Hurricane Hillary talk yesterday, and as the rain came through and the wind came through, depending on where you were, you know, you may have experienced a different deal. Um, <laughs> Beto, d- did you have anything go go down or anything, any problems of any kind? Because I did. Nah, man. I don't. I don't have anything to get knocked over, so I'm good. I well, mean, the electric the, the electric went out in my neighborhood. Oh. So all the power was out. Then how'd you do the cappy cast? Well, this was Sunday. Oh. So I didn't do the cappy cast. Oh, lucky. So so while the rain is coming down and the wind is, is going, 
um, all of a sudden, the electric went out completely in my neighborhood. That sucks. Okay, but when I say out, like you know how like when the when the power goes out, but you still have like the traffic lights, the red light will flash right, and you know to stop. I'm talking like the entire everything was out. So it was dark. Well, I mean, it was the middle of the day. Oh, okay. But but even the traffic lights weren't flashing. The power was legitimately off. It was gone. There was no power of any kind. Okay. So um, they told you this was a possibility. They hundred percent. So they also said, stay home. Like, you know, you don't need to be out on the roads. This is like maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. I decide we're going to go out and we're going to have breakfast. It's Sunday morning. We usually get up. We go for a nice walk, five, six miles. We stop. We go for mimosas. We go for for breakfast. That's what we're going to do. Just minus the walk. So we go out and it's raining. We go to our favorite spot, Beto. Oh, the one we went to? Uh, No, not that place. The other spot? Uh Uh-huh. We went to our favorite spot. Closed. Went to our next favorite spot. Closed. Started driving up the coast. Closed, closed, open, closed, closed, open. I was surprised how many people closed their businesses yesterday. Because I would have thought like, hey, not really much going on. People are going to come out and have breakfast or lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just said that you lost electricity, right? Right. And but you're I surprised that they closed? Right, but I didn't know this until we were on our way back. Because we drove probably... Oh, seven, that's eight, right. That's right. That's right. You were you were flying. Okay. So we were no, no. So we were we drove like seven, eight miles up the coast, just kind of looking like who's open, who's closed, who decided to stay open, who decided to close shop, and we wound up sitting down and having a nice breakfast anyway. Okay, fine. Go home. All the power's out. So I open up the door to the house, and dude, the fire alarms are in the house, and they're going like this: fire. 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 (laughs) And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Because there's no power in the house, and yet the fire alarms are... And and you know that chirpy, loud, chirpy noise that fire alarms make? Yeah, the one that Mason has in his house when he does the show. And you can never find it? Uh Uh-huh. These things were going crazy. So now the noise, Beto, I promise you, the noise was so loud. It was piercing my ears. It was like... If, if, if ever there well, that's was a what time, fire alarms do. It's annoying. I know. If, if ever there was a time where you needed to torture me and you were like, give me that information and, and, and you tried to torture me, if you played super loud noises like this, I'd give up in a second. I'd be like, here's the information. Here it is. Yeah, you're it, getting tortured. Dude, it was so loud. It was unbelievable. Fire, fire, fire. And I'm like trying to fix this all. And I'm standing up on these ladders and I'm trying to pull these fire alarms off. And some of them have batteries. And some of them are actually plugged in. So I don't know what happened. The power went out. The, the fire alarms tripped. They were all communicating with one another, beeping at after, one right after the other. It was this piercing loud noise. Oh, God. I mean, Yours like just, actually yells fire. Yeah, it yells That's fire. That's, fire. Yeah. Is that my a bougie old building, fire alarm? My old building used to do that on the hallways. It would be mm-hmm. like fire. And then the, ooh, fire. Ooh, and it was so annoying. You know what else it said? The fire alarm. It said fire. carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide. Are you serious? Are you I'm serious? dead serious. Oh, that's new. Next time oh, you yeah. need to record this because I'm interested in this. I just, you know, I'm just curious. Dude, and I was climbing up on ladders, and and now you're getting as close to the fire alarm as you can, so it's just blasting in your ear. Uh. Rachel's down there, and she's holding the ladder, and she's like talking to him, like I can't hear you. Beep, beep, beep. Fire, fire. <laughs> can carbon you imagine monoxide. that, Liz? Those two going back and forth. No. Hold the ladder. Hold the ladder. I'm going to fall. Fire. I can't hear you. Fire. I, what did you say? Don't let go. Monoxide. Fire. Monoxide. <laughs> I'm going to Saturday at USC with Mason. Fire. We fire. Were, we were all uh, working from home during COVID. I once had to do like half of a show with the fire, the uh, smoke alarm going off because my roommate would just cook stuff and there was no ventilation and smoke would get everywhere and it was very annoying. So It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, you just had a great idea though. What? What if, what if I go to the game on Saturday? And when Rachel gets mad at me and she goes, why are you going to this football game on Saturday? I go, I told you this. She goes, when did you tell me? I was standing on the ladder. <laughs> oh, my God. It was yelling fire, you, fire. There's no, you won't. Carbon monoxide. You beep, won't. Beep, beep, beep. I, I was like, I'm going to the game on Saturday with Mason. Cappy. Yeah. Go tell her you're going with me. Because I don't think she likes me either. So tell her you're going with me and Morales. <laughs> and Morales. Well, she won't go because Morales is there. I kind of have like perfect for you. of an out for you, I think, Kathy. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Didn't Mace bail on you for something that like you had to get tickets for? Well, you know what happened is um, I think I think Juan got COVID. Oh, okay. Well, that's then that's, what I'm right. no, that's yeah. my excuse. I'm going to use that. Well, yeah, you, you got Rachel'd. 
I'm gonna no, I'm gonna tell him like I'm dude. I was driving up, but then I got COVID. I had to turn around. Sorry. You can't. Then and then you're not that. gonna. Well, you're gonna be gone the whole next week anyway. So I right, mean, you could, but someone's gonna tell really, you. Literally, you should have kept that one to yourself, Cap. I know. Yeah, Cap, you just have. said it on the air. I know that was dumb, but I'll tell you this: I want you to listen to Mason and Ireland all week. <laughs> Because they've got your chance to win tickets to their exclusive Mason and Ireland LAFC pep rally and live broadcast. It's Friday, September 1st. It's from 1 to 4. It's inside. You ready for this? BMO Stadium at the Founders Club. I called it BMO Stadium earlier today. Uh, fans in attendance have a chance to win LAFC versus Miami tickets and autographed merchandise. Everybody wants to go to that Miami game, obviously. Messi's going to be here. Um, plus food and drinks. Listen all week long to Mason and Ireland on 710. You're going to win your way in. Hey, coming up next, it is time for big deal or no deal. And then... It is time for Beto and Dealer's Choice. So don't go anywhere. It's an action-packed final 30 minutes. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. No Sedano, he's back on Wednesday. Boy, he was up in Oregon, got to miss the entire storm. Anyway, big deal or no deal time. All right, so Bengals running back Joe Mixon claims that he will be avoiding certain sports media outlets and even names which companies he refuses to talk to. After Sunday's practice, Mixon, quote, announced he would be boycotting questions from specific reporters who represent the following outlets, Sports Illustrated, the Cincinnati Inquirer, Pro Football Network, and ESPN. Uh, This, of course, is according to ESPN. Mixon, who was involved in some off-field drama this offseason, did not elaborate on his media boycott and simply cited disrespectful behavior as the reason for it. Mm -hmm. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'm going to say no deal. Um, if you're Joe Mixon and you are boycotting Sports Illustrated or ESPN, you've made a decision that you don't want right. to be covered. And the Cincinnati Inquirer, which is the newspaper in Cincinnati. Right. So you, you are saying to them, hey, I'm not providing you with any content and, you know, that's going to hurt your business. And I've got bad news for Joe Mixon. It's not. It's not going to hurt the Cincinnati Inquirer. It's not going to hurt ESPN. The only person that it's going to hurt is Joe Mixon. Because he he's just not going to be talked about, written about, whatever. So I, this is a battle you're not going to win, but you do you, boo. Yeah, I think it's a big deal because of what the president could set. Now, it's going to be very important for the rest of the media members to unite. Because Mixon said, I will not talk to those four, but in the rest of the scrum, I'll talk to everybody else. Okay, well, if I know that he's going to ignore uh, my colleagues, I'm going to avoid him too. My it's going to be very interesting to see who wants to do it because we know there's a kiss up uh, in the members of the media who are going to want to go and get the exclusive from him or whatever it is. Mixon is only like hurting himself. I agree with you, Scott, right there. But it's going to be, I would say, if I've been, and I've actually, Cappy has actually happened to me, um, where a certain manager wouldn't talk to me and we had to hash it out with people and other guys told me like, okay, we get it, but until you figure things out with why you're in trouble for what you said, then we can figure some things out of like whether we're going to like boycott this guy or not. But anyways, um, not because about me. But let me ask you this. Is Mixon, if, if, if all the media united and said nobody talked to Mixon, mm-hmm. and Mixon comes and goes and never has to answer for anything, you know what I mean? Or never is, is you know, peppered with questions. Are you giving him what he wanted? No, because he's going to want the attention. Because we're now talking about him, right? Um, I don't know. I feel like somebody should like attempt to talk to him because if he doesn't, then he's going to get fined, isn't well, he? Um, no, but no in, not in necessarily. Certain situations aren't certain. You have well, to not be, if the media doesn't want to talk to him. Yeah, it's. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I think his agent came out and said uh, issued a statement. Is like, okay, you guys know what you wrote about. Well, you know what? 
there's that old line. Remember that? Don't pick battles with somebody who buy ink by the barrel. Um, mind you, it's not relevant anymore. But they're going to be there. The members of the media are going to be there for a while. They're not looking for the bad stories. You're creating the bad stories. He made it into a bigger deal than it needs to be Absolutely. by saying all of this. And Absolutely. I guess he's upset because there was some some charges or some incident that happened, like I said, an off-the-field incident that he was found not guilty of. But again, when we're talking about ESPN and the, the Cincinnati Inquirer, those people weren't like giving their opinions. No, they're, they're, reporting, they're reporting the facts. Yeah, exactly. And like he can't be mad because like journalists are doing their job. That's exactly. one thing that I know that there, there's a whole thing between the the media and the athletes and how they're always like, well, the media this, the media that. Well, guess what? Most of these people are just doing their jobs just like you're just trying to do your job. So yeah, why yeah. don't you just try Column- and like, yeah, be Columnists cool. make the opinions. Dylan Hernandez is there to get you all fired up. Bill Plash gets you fired up. The beat person who's there every single day, they're giving you the news. Yeah, that's like yeah, half the locker room, too. These, but listen, a lot of the athletes today, um, because they're younger and they've grown up in social media, they don't feel like they need the media anymore. And well, maybe they don't. They don't. They don't. You know, maybe but they don't. I don't think they need the media, <laughs> yeah. but I also don't think it's very good to like protest and boycott yeah. them. Exactly. It's not and, a good look. And Cappy, you, you know this. The The thing right now is some of these kids, they get so much attention starting in elementary because of social media. And you have everybody who's Brody this, Brody that, like my boy this, family this. So they're used to everybody kissing up to them. So when they get to the professional level and have held accountable, it's like, whoa, whoa, what, what right. happened here? What happened oh, to me? You guys don't love me? Of right, course I had that. a DUI. Why are you going to write about that? Right. And, but that's and my personal did, life. And if you did write about it. Now I you're a hater. Not, now I will not talk to you. Yep. And by the way, I think by not talking to you, I'm actually hurting you. No. Nah. And you're not. No, nah, there's not. 52 other guys I could talk to, Gray. Right. Joe Burrow. That's all I need. Also, side note, I don't know if it really applies anymore in 2023, but uh, talk to all those old guys uh, that never made it to any of the Hall of Fames or oh, advanced yeah. in the Hall of Fame voting because they weren't, you know, they treated the media or they gave the media a hard time. Well, there's a lot of Hall of Famers that were just good kiss asses, too. Yeah. All right, what else you got, Lindsay? All right, so the Angels called up first baseman Nolan Shanuel, I think that's how you say it, the first-round pick in this year's MLB draft on Saw Friday that. after wait, only wait, 21 wait. games in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And, and was was he's the number one overall yeah, pick me, in the in the draft. Yes, this year. let me finish. And, and where did he go to college? I just, this is fascinating to me. Uh, I think he went to Florida Atlantic University. Yep. FAU. Uh-huh. And, and it was less than 60 days, mm-hmm. less than 60 days after he was drafted into the big leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He received the fastest promotion to the major league in decades. The last U.S.-born player to debut within 40 days of being drafted was Texas pitcher Jerry Don Gleaton back mm-hmm. in 1979. Wow. So, in the three games that he's played for the Angels so far, Shanuel has three hits, two walks, one strikeout, and four runs in 12 at-bats. Yep. So, not too bad. He was on fire in the minor. I just... Yeah, Florida Atlanta, he was a big call-up in uh, their first pick this year. and He's just been on fire. They called him up. How he, old is he? Any idea? 22, I believe. So, that see, it's different, right? Like if He's a college guy. Right. Actually, he's seven, 21, Cappy. Okay. so But if you're 17 or 18 and you're coming out of high school, yeah, that's yeah. Bad idea. It's, it's a whole different deal. But 21, and I, I don't know if Florida Atlantic is a good baseball team or what Solid. kind of career. Solid. But, I mean, the guy's num- number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. And for the Angels, you know, to even start his major league service time, um, given you know how they've tanked the season, um, it's kind of surprising. But wow, this kid—I mean, it just—you know what, Beto? I think there are probably more guys that are what I'll call major league ready. Yeah, it's the adjustment of being a professional, and he learned how to be a professional quickly. But it's also you—you you, you can rake, and the Angels, you see, Jay Cronin's hurt, so. You had injuries for the team, and then he batted leadoff, uh, I believe, in the doubleheader the other day, too. So but, you got to throw him out there. It's still, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's crazy. Because it is crazy, but he's, he's hitting. He's yeah, doing the job. for now, but, you know. And I'm not, I'm like, I hope he does I well. I wish him all the, the luck in the world. I think it's great. I think, one, it speaks to the Angels' desperation because, you know. That's exactly what it is, I Lins. feel like they're just trying to, like, do anything they can to, like, get people to come watch the games or maybe, hopefully, somehow I, yeah, get but, to the playoffs. But, but I don't know if, if anybody, like, is going, hey, did you hear that the Angels took the number one overall pick and in 40 days they put him on the major uh, yeah, league club? Yeah, a lot of people were talking about it over the weekend. And I saw you think it people would go to the game to see that? I personally wouldn't. I mean, Maybe Angels fans that, like, wouldn't have otherwise gone to the games. I yeah. don't know. Cappy, last year at this time, he was in the Cape Cod League. Amazing. Right. <laughs> you know, there was a guy years ago, I'm trying to remember his name, he was a pitcher, 
from was LSU. It Jerry Don Gleaton? No. No, no, no. Ben, this is this ben, is uh, Ben McDonald. Ben McDonald. So he's a pitcher at LSU. Mm-hmm. He pitches in the College World Series. Mm-hmm. He gets drafted, probably number one overall. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that major league baseball season, he was in the major leagues. Yeah, a couple months from, later. Right, he went from the from the college baseball World Series, and a, a, a few weeks later, he was pitching in Major League Baseball. Oh, Cappy, Jim Abbott, Michigan, straight to the majors, did not go to the minors. Okay, that one I don't know. Yeah, remember him, Jim Abbott? Is he the guy that had the one arm? Yeah, yes, he didn't have a whole hand. Yes, from Michigan, played for the Angels, the California Angels. Mm-hmm. No hitter with the Yankees. Went straight from Michigan. Wow. To. The Angels. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost surprised it doesn't happen more often. It's the maturity factor, too, of learning how to adjust to a big... To go from a college setting to go to the professional clubhouse is really, really hard. That's why right. he went to... They and he se- went to double A, too. Yeah, they sent him to double A, and he was raking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, it, I just think that like if you're a four-year college player at you're a big-time school, yeah. you, know, you, might be, you might be able to step in and play right yep. away. Mm-hmm. All right, Lindsay Baseball, what else you got? Well, sticking to baseball... I'm sure you've heard about this or maybe even talked about this on the CappyCast earlier today. Mm-hmm. Arizona outfielder Tommy Pham made headlines over the weekend after getting into an argument with a group of fans near the dugout. Mm-hmm. That interaction soon made its way onto Twitter, the video, causing another reaction from Pham who tried to defend himself. Those comments that he made on social media then led to more criticism from fans and that of his former teammate and roommate, Josh Wilson, who tweeted, quote, Fam is my former roommate in the minor leagues. He's an absolute waste of a human being. Literally the worst person I've come across in my 36 years of life. <laughs> Yikes. That's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Is this whole situation a big deal or no deal, Cap? I mean, I'll say it's it's not a big deal because... Literally look, the worst person I've come I, across. Which I think is hilarious. But do you, you guys know the story on this guy, Tommy Fam? Yeah. I know he's like a bleep talker. Well, when he was playing with the Padres... He went to a strip club. Mm-hmm. And, and he got, he he got, got in, stabbed. And he got stabbed out back uh, in a fight. And um, the way the Padres and the local media tried to protect him was they were like, oh, it's nothing. It's just a little boo-boo. A Band-Aid <laughs> will fix that, no problem. Then you saw the scar. Dude is lucky to be alive, mm-hmm. let alone still playing baseball. Mm-hmm. But the fans were giving him a hard time because they were like, dude, you know, you were really not a good teammate or a good representative of the team so that they're giving him the business as he's walking up to to hit and boy i'll tell you what you say his name or you 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 he thinks you're disrespecting him he comes right after you yeah fam is going to defend himself and the interaction on saturday with that man who was sitting front row in those super expensive seats where cappy Mm -hmm. would be at cappy do you know the guy who was i don't i don't know who it is did you see the text message exchange i did i'm not sure i understand it okay (laughs) so the lady who was recording it Mm -hmm. she was recording the interaction you hear oh come on oh come on in the background was texting her husband what was going on and she's like family so there was an interaction back and forth between the husband and that wife who recorded it and just <sighs> they got the reaction from him they were looking for. They were looking man. for the reaction and the guy right. told Fam to go and strike, go strike out, out go strike out again. Right. And I don't know what was said, but then Fam said something about, you know, because I'm black, you're saying that. Right. You know, in the wife is like, he's making it about race. Mind right. you, in that text message going back and forth. Right. Now, Cappy, am I wrong? If you're sitting there, you're a millionaire. I mean, I don't know. Somebody's a millionaire that has those seats, right? You're sitting and then the the lady even wrote he was just doing what he does to all the players. So this guy chirps at all the hitters from the visiting teams in the on-deck circle and goes after them all the time. And he's thinking he's laughing. So, like, some of these fans need to shut up, man. Well, like, listen, I, I, but these fans who are getting that close, that's what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? There's um, a line you don't cross. Well, maybe. Um, what do you mean maybe? If a player feels like you're going after him for race— I don't. Did you did you think they were going after him for race? I didn't hear what no, no, he, what that guy he, said. Well, but if the way Fam reacted, well, you should go watch it because what I did watch is, it multiple times. Well, yeah, then you know that that nobody said anything. But you don't hear what that guy is saying. No, no, but, but what, what, the, what said, the way re, Fam reacted. Listen, he's like, to, here, here's well, you wouldn't say that if you were brown or uh, or you were Latino, you wouldn't well, be saying that to me. That's his perspective. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that it was intended with racism. How do you know? I don't. 
Exactly. How do you, you know, know that it was? was? Because we know that because fam is reacting a certain way. But but you got to know he who was fam triggered. Is. But according but, to everybody who's like, oh, this is what like this is how he is. He's like a short circuit. The guy has like you know he has well, a you, he needs are, anger management. That's what somebody said on Twitter you, that got him. Do so you remember mad. the story about what happened to Jock Peterson? Yes. Yeah. Jock Peterson. He was beat him up fantasy, over a fantasy draft. Well, he didn't beat or, him or, up. Or a fantasy trade or something like he that. Sma- he smacked well, him. Yeah. He smacked him in his face. Because Mind you, I'm not defending fan. I don't know the guy, but I'm just saying, whenever you get triggered like that as a minority, somebody said something. Yeah, but you, he is quote literally the worst person I have ever dealt with in my 36. And years what of about life. that guy? Do we know anything about Josh Wilson? I don't, don't know anything don't about. Him. How do we know that maybe he's not a bad guy? The fact don't know that that guy is. felt the need to chime in there, kind of say that, you know. But Beto, listen. I mean, I don't know what was said either. I don't know if there was anything racial said. Tommy Pham went to him and said. I'm black. You think you can talk to me this way? Mm-hmm. A black person sitting there, a Hispanic person sitting there would not talk to me that way. Absolutely. And so what he did was he said, you, sir, whatever it is. And let's just say he didn't say one thing. Let's just, for argument's sake, say that the guy didn't say one thing about race. Tommy Pham immediately accused him of racism. I don't know what was said. Neither do I. But T- I, and Tommy, I Tommy Fan, Pham's Tom, reputation. Tommy Pham is always going to defend himself. We know that. Yeah, we do. Because if you say something to because him, because there's too many players that for in all sports that just wear what they're being said. Well, Fam isn't going to be one of them. If you say something to Tommy Fam on text about fantasy football, he may come give you a B slap. That could happen. <laughs> that's the fantasy football world. That's a different world. I know, man. These people take it serious. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the fantasy. But you're on deck, and somebody's chirping at you. Wait, question though. If so, supposedly, I guess just one of the reports is that he called her a stupid bleep and to shut the bleep up and sit the bleep down. Remember when Kevin Durant did that to a fan and he got fined for it? Is Tommy Pham going to get fined? No, no, no. no and and I he? just I listen. Tommy Pham should should just do what he does, which is go play ball and try and ignore dumbasses who say things to him. You know, um, look. Do fans sometimes say things that that the players are really offended by? Yeah, they do, because people are dumbasses. But, I mean, just play ball, man. You're a pro. You know? I just think it's become very vogue now to be a player and go, him, I don't like what he said. Get him out of here. By the way, Tommy Pham comes with a big reputation, so Mm -hmm. he's not necessarily known as an angel. He's literally the worst person I have ever dealt with. Maybe that Josh Wilson is the worst person fans ever dealt with. I'm just looking at the other side. All right, well, listen, coming up, it is time for Dealer's Choice, and Beto has the stage. What would he like to talk about today? We will find out next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So today is Brazilian blowout day? Watch a cap. That's a hairstyle. Yeah, I kind of figured as much. Oh, like, okay, isn't cool. that one of those places where ladies go to and they're like, hey, I want to get a blowout? Well, no, that's just a regular no. blowout. A Brazilian oh. blowout. I just got one like a month and a half ago. They're amazing. They are. If you have like frizzy hair, or, like curlier hair, especially, mm-hmm. it's like a coating. It's like a whole process. And it basically like coats your hair to make it more like smooth and straight. Yeah. Beto, you ever had a Brazilian blowout? Guys don't need them. No, guys don't need them, Cappy. Oh. I used to get them all the time before I was like, ah, screw it. It's too much money, and I'm going to just embrace the curls. But now I'm like, damn, I might go back to Oh, yeah, to you that. know, I forgot Cappy had that mullet, so he needed it back then. <laughs> right, at one point, I could have, beyond a mullet, 
I mean, I also had a man bun at one point. Oh, so yeah, I've never had long hair. So a Brazilian blowout sounds like something I could have used. You back then. could have, or you could have just braided the front of your hair just like uh, Andy Kamenetsky did. With oh, the that's beads. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he told us a story about how he just had the front of his hair long and the rest was like a crew cut. And he just had front bangs, basically. And he went on a trip to the Bahamas for spring break and they braided him with beads. And the, the, the picture of that in my head is just like, I need to see a photo of that. I can't Wasn't he also like wasted drunk or something yes. when they did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. St. Louis guy's going crazy, huh? Yeah. A lot I can't of picture him with hair. <laughs> Especially <laughs> braided uh, bangs. So. so funny. Beto, um, you're, you're getting ready to take your son off to college, yep. and uh, we wish you and your family a great week and a great trip, and Thank then uh, down to Puerto Rico for some fights. Yep. So um, you've, been, you've been filling in a lot for Shidano, and uh, even last week, you know, both George and I were out. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, I'm on that. vacation this week. Hopefully Sedano can fill in for me yes, tomorrow. Yes, that's right. Sedano's going to fill in on Wednesday for you. Okay, great. Nice Andy Kamenetsky's filling in for you tomorrow. Nice. So um, I am curious tonight as you get ready to venture out and take your son to school and then go to a fight in, in Puerto Rico. Um, what's on your mind tonight for Dealer's Choice? Uh, Dealer's Choice, uh, it is college time, right? Uh, everybody going back to school. Congratulations to young Jaden, who's beginning her second year at Tulane. And Cappy, I ran across this account yesterday on Instagram. Uh, it is called Foos in Medicine. F-O-O-S in Medicine. Um, it was really, I, I was like, wait, not the Foos gone wild, but it's uh, Foos in Medicine. And it's about it's two young men, it says two first generation Foos on a journey to become doctors. They're from South Central and they're at UCLA Medical School. So I wanted to shout out to these guys. They're first-generation college students, and you look at them, they look like they're dudes hanging out in left field of the Dodger Stadium drinking beers with me. Uh, but they are in their second year at UCLA Medical Center uh, getting work in, so I wanted to shout out them. Um, don't know them at all, uh, but they're posting content from medical school about how to get uh, med- uh, financial aid, how to actually apply, how to actually study the proper way, and you see one of the foos. I uh, was told, you know, you only get into that school because you're a minority. And, and then he comes back with like what his grades are. Uh, you, he talked about how uh, the look you give when you're laughed at by pro- undergrad professors who told you you can't get into med school. Your MCATs are going to be low. So they post some pictures up there and it's uh, they're not like bragging about it, but they're just showing off that, hey, anything is possible. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to Foos in Medicine. They have a. Uh, you know, they're South Central guys, and they're Dodger fans, Laker fans. Uh, you see them in the Mexico jersey, so nice. shout them out. And they're tatted up. They just look like they're just regular dudes hanging out at the gym, but um, they're Let in med school. Let me follow these two guys. What are you, what, they're, you're saying Foos in F-O-O-S Medicine. F-O-O-S in Medicine. Uh, the, the account says two first-generation Foos on a journey to become a doctor. So uh, there it is. Also that show, This Foo on Hulu. Go check so that good. out. Yeah, really you good. You should maybe do something called like, maybe an account called like Foos in Radio. <laughs> no, nah, they're not because you know we just no, nah, we're just fools. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we are. These All guys right. are going to be doctors. They're going to be making some real money, man. These two guys, forty six thousand followers. Yeah, so they create content and then they do a lot of good reels about what it's like when they they go to the ER. They're they're doing their rounds and it, it's just inspiring. They, they show themselves like at the beach. They're like, oh, we're partying, and then you, they show their books. Like they're <laughs> constantly studying all the time. So just want to give them a shout out to them. Also, Cappy, Yo. I got a, I got a question for you with Dealer's Choice. So because it is college, I'm, so tomorrow, j- taking the, the, we're all going to uh, New Jersey, right? That's where mm-hmm. my son's going to be going to school. But Wednesday, got a free day. So because he's got to go shopping, his mom's going to take him, they're going to do a bunch of good stuff. So I thought, let me go and take my 13-year-old daughter to New York City. It's only a half hour away from where we're going to be at. Okay, love this idea. All right. She's not. A music person. So mm-hmm. I told her, we're going to go see Hamilton. Going to go support Ruben uh, Carbajal, who is young Hamilton. He went to Loyola High, Cal State Fullerton, big Dodger fan. So we're going to see the matinee. Cappy, though, I, I looked at the schedule. Yankees play at 7. Mm-hmm. Who they play? Uh, Washington. Okay. Game you can get oh, tickets to. Oh, go to the Yankees game. You can definitely get no, tickets no, I'm to go- the game. No, no. You can give me tickets? No, I said you can get tickets to the game. Okay, so... Now, mind you, my daughter is a sports fan of soccer, but she's not really there. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, this is perfect for you. Do I take her to Yankee Stadium? We're not going to stay for the whole game, yes. 
but she's not a baseball fan. We're not going to stay for the whole game, but do I take her just to go so, experience yes. it? Yes. I, I think, think I like this whole mm-hmm. game plan of taking her into the city. You say you're going to go see Hamilton. We're going to go early, Central Park, uh, you know, get some bagels, maybe right. some locks. Yeah. Oh, dude, get bagels, locks, and cream. She's Give her, like, the full New York experience. She's never been either. Okay, right. So so go get her. Statue of Liberty. Well, we're not going to. So on the weekend, her family, they're going to they're gonna okay. stay till the weekend. Uh, they're going to do the touristy okay. stuff. Yeah, but I think going to Hamilton, here's the thing. If she doesn't love music and she doesn't love musicals, mm. I think seeing Hamilton in New York is going to change all of that, and it will set her on a course where her whole life she'll love plays, I think. No, nah, I've, I've taken her already to some plays locally. She's like, all right, really? man, I'll go. Not into it, huh? Yeah. And then I think going to Yankee Stadium is one of those things where- I Do mean, I like, do it just to do it? Yes. It's not yes. the Yankee Stadium. It's not the original Yankee Stadium. No, no, no I've been yeah, I mean, I appreciate my dad when I was younger. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, like he took me to like the old Tiger Stadium and like what was the the one in um, Minneapolis before they Metrodome. tore that one down? Yes, like the Metro. So like I got the, the kids know that every single, I told my daughter, every single year we have to go to a baseball game together because we've gone since she was born. Like my son, every single year we're, no matter what, we're, that's going to be a tradition until I die. We're going to go to a game together um, before we die. So she hasn't gone to a Dodger game this year. She's been avoiding it. And so I'm thinking, maybe the Yankee be the one that counts. I feel like Dude, I like idea. it. I like the idea. So how do I convince a 13-year-old, hey. after watching a play she doesn't want to watch, hey, we're going to jump on the train and we're going yes. to the Bronx. You that's exactly her, you right. You just take her. You just that's, say, hey, I got to but, but, but that's the first. That, <laughs> I'm so glad Wait you Wait till you meet Michaela. You, 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 Dude, you ain't forcing that fool to do anything. Taking the train is the key. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're going to take the train from you know, midtown Manhattan and we're going out to the Bronx. And it's all part of the experience of going to Yankee Stadium is going on that train. Mm. And get I don't remember, remember if it's the seven train. I think it's the seven. It's the beat of the four to the D. I think or something. I like don't that. know what it is. You, get you some do, food during before. The, yeah, I mean, have have some dinner, man, dude. I'm I love this idea. God, uh-huh. I'm jealous, man. Okay. All right, so now begs the question. Hey, King. Yeah. What do you, you got? Any King? Hamilton tickets? <laughs> Alexander Hamilton, come on, King! Come on, there's got to be there's got to be somebody who's got some Hamilton tickets. Who? I who? The, mat- the matinee Tuesday, uh, Wednesday at two o'clock. Come on, yo! Who I do I know? Who do I know that's listening right now? It's got some uh, some Hamilton tickets for me. <laughs> How about some Yankee tickets for, for the matinee? How about Yankee, Yankee tickets? tickets? You got, got Yankee tickets instead. Come right? on, easy Yankee tickets. No Call Steinbrenner. Everybody got Yankee tickets. No problem. Yankees not an issue. All right. Hamilton, a bigger issue. <laughs> Better you got to do it though. I think it's oh, no, we're, I just don't. We're doing Hamilton for sure. I already got that, but hey, I don't know listen. about doing no, the Yankees. I, I think you should do it. Like, I love Yankee going thing, to games it, with my dad when I was younger. Yeah, but she don't like going. I know. And but, she don't like me, so that's another thing. No, she does. <laughs> no, nah, she's 13. She don't like nobody. Tell no pasa nada. No pasa nada. It's history. It's history. So you got to like, do the whole history thing, and she'll buy it. Yeah, well, we're going next year. We're going to Spain. That's how her, that's her history thing. It is cool. Beto, listen, have a great trip. Gracias, mijo. All the luck to you and to your son and you know heading out to Drew University man that's awesome appreciate it have a great trip uh, have a great call down in Puerto Rico I will we'll bring back some rum back. baby bring some rum Ooh. and uh, hey listen Queen, Queen and baseball hey. we're back tomorrow everybody here comes Laker talk have a great night peace out